up to another good, good morning, time to go to the 3x5 Life podcast. On this podcast, we talk about mindset, mindfulness, productivity, wellness. Last week, we spoke about... The last time. And this week, we're going to talk about the topic of... Procrastination. All right. You want to kick us off with a quote? I do. So this quote, um, procrastination is the fear of success. People procrastinate because they are afraid of the success that they know will result if they move ahead now. Because success is heavy carries a responsibility with it, it is much easier to procrastinate and live on the someday owl philosophy. And this is by Dennis Waitley. And so this was a quote that came up. I don't know if you even saw this like on a post. Oh, in the book you're reading, right? Yeah, it was in a in a book that I was perusing. Right. And I kind of like skimmed through it. But we were thinking about this word of procrastination and kind of how this um, shows up in different, fa- different facets mm-hmm. of your life whether it be like those big dreams that we create and these ideas of the future and things that we want to accomplish in the future, but also how this shows up from like our day-to-day from a work standpoint or just like our our general to-do list. So I wanted to tackle this idea. I was in a conversation actually yesterday with my sister-in-law, with Bri's sister, about um, I guess one of her friends had seen a speaker. His name's Ben Newton, and he wrote this book called The Bucket List Journal. And through this conversation, it got me really thinking about that idea of a bucket list. And we all say that, right? Like somebody will be like, oh, I went here. And you're like, oh, that's on my bucket list. Or, um, you know, someday I want to blah, 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 whatever it is. And we create these like verbal testaments of things that we want to do in the future. But I think what happens is one, we don't ever truly have them documented. So she was talking about having this journal of documenting and then looking at his work. He also has it in different pillars, right? So it's your health, it's your home life, it's your family, it's your friends, it's travel. And so I think the first part of this is the idea that if we forever keep that like someday vision, then that procrastination of actually doing those steps to get yourself to that someday, it gives you that feeling of like, I don't have to do it now because it's in the future and I'll get to it, right? But as we start to kind of like go through our day to day, how are we moving closer to the actually being able to achieve whatever that bucket list item is. Like for example, you know, one of my bucket list items is to do um, the five national parks in Utah doing Zion and all of those. So, so Bri knows this, and this is something that we have a plan in the future. However, my, our action steps to actually get there next year, we set a date. So that's the first step, right, of next May. But there are a lot of things that I need to do in the meantime to get us onto that trip. I can't just think that it's going to come to fruition without some effort. Right. So planning the the um, licenses and the uh, campgrounds and the places we're staying and trying to, you know, coordinate the tickets to get into certain areas of the national parks. Like This is all stuff that cannot be procrastinated upon or else that ultimate big bucket list item will never be achieved. Yeah. And I think big dream procrastination is often not looked at as procrastination. It's just like, you know, like you have your parents <laughs> or an uncle that always talks about that ocean or that property at the beach that they're going to eventually buy. And it's just this dream. And, and a lot of us, I think just, it makes us feel good thinking about those dreams, but it truly is procrastination. And if we don't do anything about it, we're never going to get to that end goal. 
So I, I was thinking through this conversation too, even just for Brian and I, to like really put some of those eggs, those bucket list items onto a piece of paper or onto something that we can kind of look at and go back to so that we do start putting in those actionable items to actually get us to those bucket lists. Right, exactly. And then the other <laughs> excuse me, the other edge of the, the traditional procrastination as we think of it now is really work procrastination or things that we need to know we need to do in the moment. And I think this is very... Uh, topical because as you hit the summer months, we tend to have a lot more distractions. Mm -hmm. You know, the weather's changed and we're excited to do things. So we get out of our routine and we might push off some of the obligations that we generally would tackle. And the issue with that is a lot of times extreme procrastination is we're choosing, you know, comfort now over comfort later. So we're choosing to play now and then we end up paying later. Um, and I talk on this podcast a lot about self-talk and anything that is going to create negative self-talk is something we really need to be aware of because it can be so detrimental. <clears throat> so, you know, if we are choosing to procrastinate and pay later, the subconscious starts beating itself up. You know, you start having negative self-talk, you start losing your confidence. So we really need to be aware of those things that when we are choosing to do something later in the future, there is going to be a price to pay other than just the delay. Because now all of a sudden that burden is weighing on you. Do you see, like just from hearing you talk, I mean, I, I wonder, it almost sounds like the procrastination piece could also be like staying stagnant or stationary. Because I mean, going back to that quote, like that idea of moving ahead right now, like it is really like, and, and that idea of fear of success. Like yeah. sometimes it's easier to become complacent and stay stagnant and not not move the needle towards, yep. you know, getting something achieved or done. Because when you do that, you know that ultimately it's going to be a success. And what type of weight does that success carry? And are you procrastinating because it's rooted in that deep fear of that success? I just, that was like a different flip of it. Yeah. And I suffered with that. I will admit <clears throat> until my early twenties, I was, I was scared of success. I really was. And I don't think I ever looked at it as the burden I would have to carry, but I think there's a lot of truth in that. Mm -hmm. And so I think one practical thing that you can take from this is moving from procrastination to process. And um, I heard a great talk by this guy, Alan Stein. He's a peak performance uh, coach. And he was talking about Queens University. And it's really choosing your outcome, your North Star, and then detaching from it. That was kind of like the premise of his talk. So he's talking about Queens University basketball team, D2 basketball team, and the coach there um, saying to his kids, like, all right, there's four stats that we need to focus on. And those four stats are, this isn't supposed to be a, like, think about this in real life, even though I'm talking basketball right now. Um, you know, stat number one is turnover differential. Uh, if we have more turnovers than the other team, that gives us a better chance to win. Uh, the next one is offensive rebound differential. If we can rebound our own misses and get more shots, that gives us a better chance to win. The third is free throw percentages or three free throw attempts. Um, it's, uh, you know, the highest percentage shot in the game. So if we have more free throw attempts, we're going to have a higher chance of winning. And the last one is three pointers attempted. So if we have the most clean looks at a three point pointers at the end of the game, we'll have a better chance to win. Um, so, Basically, if they outperform their competition in those four stats, they're 97% more likely to win. And 
So what do you think the coach is talking about all year? Is he talking about championships? Is he talking about beating this team, beating that team, winning percentages, conference championships? No, the only thing he's relentlessly talking about is the process of achieving the outcome for those four stats that they identified. So it's kind of like, what is the two, three, four stats in your life that you need to identify that's going to get you to that North Star, that's going to get you to that that dream, that procrastination dream that we're talking about. And realizing what those are, those few things that do move the needle, and then forget about that North Star and focus on those. Love that. That's a really good practice. So, I mean, I think that's a really good place to put a pin, but like zooming out, you know, that North star could also be aligned to those different compartments I talked about with creating a bucket list for your dreams, but it could also be your North star in those different pillars, like your work, right? Your North star for your family, your North yeah. star for travel and all those different things. So maybe it's first identify the North star. And then like Bri said, then let that go and then really be clear about, okay, my North star for work in my career, what are those two, three process steps that I need to put into practice regularly and consistently so that I can actually achieve that North Star. So it's taking that zoom out and then zooming back into the process. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, for my sales job, I know I have three stats that I need to hit. It's it's follow-up calls, it's uh, new lead calls, and it's new lead meetings. Those are like my three stats that I know if I'm hitting those, then I'm going to have success in my sales business. We'd love to hear what your three stats are too. If you want to share in Facebook or Instagram or in our community at all, um, we'd love to hear that. But that's some food for thought for this week for you to chew on. And we will talk to everybody next week. Enjoy your week, guys. Make it fantastic. And we're coming up on July 4th. What, yes, what? We are. Party time. What do you say? What's what's Opa used to say? Knee Fourth high. of July, knee high. No, knee, <laughs> knee high Fourth of July because that... <laughs> I think we said this before. Have we? <laughs> yes. Because at 4th of July, corn was knee high. So they just say knee high 4th of July. But now, you know, corn's genetically modified. So it's like head high 4th <laughs> oh, of like July. I feel like you have talked about this before. Yes. So anyway. Anyway. <laughs> we digress. Have an awesome week. <laughs> have an awesome week. Take care. We are all looking for adventure.